from LPM. Louisville Public Media. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic. Welcome to Kentucky Politics Distilled. I am Kentucky Public Radio's Ryland Barton with Capitol reporter Divya Karthikeyan. Hey, Divya. Hey, Ryland. So candidates are making their final push ahead of Election Day. You've done profiles on both of the U.S. Senate candidates, which listeners can find on Kentucky Public Radio station websites. Tell us about Charles Booker. Like Rand Paul, he's been crisscrossing the state over the last week. He's trying to woo voters with his hood to the holler tagline. You did a story this week about how he's kind of the first progressive to run for statewide office in Kentucky. Yeah, normally Kentucky Democrats nominate pretty moderate statewide candidates. Think Amy McGrath, who tried to pick up pro-Trump voters in her campaign against Mitch McConnell in 2020. But Booker is full-on progressive. A big part of his campaign is supporting Medicare for All, the Green New Deal, and talking a lot about racial justice. I talked to former Democratic House Speaker Greg Stumbo about Booker. Stumbo is one of those older school Kentucky Democrats who's more anti-abortion and pro-gun than Booker is. He doesn't think Booker has a very good chance, but he does think he's bringing younger Democratic voters into the fold. It's a radical road. It's a new path. Uh, Will he succeed on it? Probably not. But the success is in the scene if we can, in fact, attract new voters with sort of a progressive message. He's already won it. So progressives in Kentucky have been pushing this for years. They say the reason Democrats have failed uh, increasingly in the state is because they've been too moderate. They haven't gone hard enough against coal. They haven't pushed enough for gun safety. They haven't made abortion rights front and center of their campaigns. There's one person who that recipe has worked for, and that's Democratic Governor Andy Beshear. Why not try to recreate that? Well, Bashir had some unique things helping him in 2019. Incumbent Republican Governor Matt Bevin was just so unpopular in the state, even among Republicans. And Bashir was a known commodity. He was a sitting attorney general and the son of former Governor Steve Bashir, who was popular when he left office in 2015. But another big argument for moving forward with more progressive candidates is that this is the future of the Democratic Party. There's fewer and fewer of those so-called conservative Democrats. Not a lot of sense in trying to attract voters who are already committed to voting Republican. Also this week, our colleague Justin Hicks with the Ohio Valley Resource had a story about voting challenges in eastern Kentucky, which is still recovering from last summer's catastrophic flooding. Charade Whitaker worries voter turnout will be low this election. And she says for those flood victims who are trying to vote early, they're running into little hiccups. Kentucky voters need an excuse to vote absentee in person, but... There is not an excuse on there for flood victims. That's been a problem. Yeah, several polling places were destroyed during the flooding. And while they've found new places for people to cast ballots, officials are worried there's going to be low voter turnout because people don't know where to go or they're just too busy and distracted by the recovery to think about voting. Something Justin pointed out in that story uh, is that the very people who are on the ballot this year will play a hand in the government's response to the flood. Yeah, and that matters, from who people send to the legislature to who they send to Congress. A lot of Eastern Kentuckians were disappointed that there wasn't more direct aid and housing help from the legislature after the flooding. This all comes down to voters applying pressure at the ballot box. So finally, public service announcement time. Tell the people what they need to know about voting. So first, Election Day is on Tuesday. 
Polls are open from 6 in the morning until 6 in the evening local time. But there is also one more day of early voting, tomorrow, Saturday, November 5th. Everyone who's eligible to vote can cast a ballot early. It's not going to be your normal polling place, so make sure to double-check on the Secretary of State's website, govoteky.com. And if you want to learn more about who's going to be on the ballot, check out our voter guide for Jefferson County. It's vote.lpm.org. For the rest of the state, it's kyvote.lpm.org. All right. Thanks, Divya. That's all the time we have for this week's edition of Kentucky Politics Distilled. Kentucky Politics Distilled is produced by Louisville Public Media. To support this work, visit wfpl.org slash support kpd. That's wfpl.org slash support kpd. Follow us on your podcast app to stay on top of the latest news from Frankfurt. You can read more of our statewide coverage at wfpl.org. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org.